When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nux, dude. Nux. <laughs> Sorry, my hand's gross. <laughs> it was kind of gross. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Mm-hmm. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking the scariest movie cover art that you could possibly <gasps> find. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and taking it home with you. On the podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always... Two guys that have legs that go all the way up, Sean Pryor and AJ Vans. How the <laughs> heck are you? Not too shabby, um, but I do use a lot of zinc on my nose at the same time. So yeah, yeah. She, she looked like a Ugg from Salute Your Shorts, dude. <laughs> Major Ugg vibes. R.I.P. When's the R. last R. he passed day. away? When's the last time anybody's done that? Like zinc oxide. Put, put the shit stuff on, their on nose. there. And why don't you put it on like zinc everywhere? Yeah, okay. I don't, yeah. It reflects off. Never mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Is that a new character? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. You were at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood, give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. That's me. Stay tuned for all the fun before we get into the movie. Come on, smash that subscribe button. Hit mm. those reviews on the plat- podcast platform of choice, Platbox, which is also Spotify. Check us out on Patreon. There is a new vote up for a movie. You get to directly pick what movie we are going to do here with our other top-tier Patreons. Uh, and there's weekly bonus audio content, patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. We're also up and running on the YouTubes. We got merch. We got social medias. All of that stuff, confusedbreakfast.com or Perhaps the episode notes for the show. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a voicemail. You know we love to do this. 319-804-9596. Who's going to talk to us today? Hey, guys. It's Jason. I just got done listening to your Bill and Ted episode, and I figured I'm going to be excellent to you guys and give you a five-star rating. You guys are awesome. Thank you for all that you do. Every time I listen to you, I just remind myself that all the times that I was sitting on the floor with my three brothers watching these exact movies you guys talk about and shoot the shit about, and it just makes me feel like that I'm there again. 
and just thank you so much. And if at all possible, I haven't seen it on your lineup, and I don't know if they have it on your Patreon, but you guys should really do a cover on Dick Tracy with Warren Beatty. Ooh, One of the greatest Beatty. movies I've rented when I was a kid. Man. But again, thank you guys so much. Speaking of terrifying, nice. that movie used to terrify me back in the day. The Dick, Tra- the the Dick evil Tracy. villains in Dick Tracy yeah. Yeah, used the, to scare me. The whole like Frank Miller kind of look before <laughs> yes, there was Frank yeah. Miller and yeah, Sin and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That's it's great. actually a great one. I love when they call in and leave the request because yes. ah yeah, yeah that'd be a good one. Man. I haven't heard anyone say that yet. So yeah, yeah thanks, man. Very cool. Uh, and I hope that whatever you're operating is going good because it sounds busy there. <laughs> it sounds busy. So <laughs> be safe. Sean knows. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, boys, it is time to introduce today's movie. On this episode, we discuss a movie that scared the bejesus out of little kids in the 90s. A movie that spawned six sequels and a television show. A movie that started the game called The Floor is Lava. (laughs) We're, of course, talking about 1990s Tremors. Graboids. And in order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. But first, I forgot. Where do you watch this movie? I didn't write it down. You could get it on Oh, it's on. If you have stars, good old stars, which I have still not canceled yet, you can get it on that. You can. Yeah. You can get the the Tremors Terror Pack, which has the four-movie quadrilogy that's really all you need. You can't go past four because it sucks. I heard you can't go past two. Really? That's what I heard. I like the ass blasters. Ass blasters. I think there's, that's there's four. Screamers. Or yeah. Something. The screechers. Yeah, Tremors kind of in space. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. They're under the ground in space. I like. I like. <laughs> I'm in. Let's watch it. <laughs> Up down. I like the one where where the uh, humans go underground to hunt them on their own territory. Ooh. You guys see that one? No, yeah, but that's I, a great fucking idea. Yeah. AJ. I don't think it exists. So I think I just helped. Tm copyright. So. <laughs> Tm baby. <laughs> Well, like I said, we got to dissect this nostalgically first. So, AJ, we're going to start with you. Tell us the first time you saw this movie, what your nostalgic rating and thoughts were. So, I'm going to take this all the way. If you live in the Midwest, you know about <laughs> WGN. <laughs> Good call. And WGN. Right after a Cubs game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tremors. <laughs> we now return to Tremors, <laughs> starring Kevin Bacon. Fuck that is what my nostalgicness is out of this and it was probably he probably yelled something like fruit bowl i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so he's already got the belt he started off with the belt just retained it (laughs) (laughs) uh but no i i do remember thinking it was it was fun it was it did scare me it definitely creeped me out when you saw like some of those people like just yeah. get eaten by these things. Spoilers. And uh, <laughs> Thanks, <bro>. is that <laughs> ages? Uh, now you're good. I'll drink something else. <laughs> um, Give me that bottle. But, but I, I don't know. It was a, it was always fun. I always watched it with a brother of mine uh, in some way, shape, or form. And it like we always were sitting down and watching this movie. And uh, I don't think I ever saw this as like. When I until I turned probably 15, 18, I don't know. I never saw it without commercials. Mm, I never yeah. saw it without commercials. So um I would probably be giving this a six point four. Nostalgic rating six point four. As far as it goes. Yeah. Sean, what do you got, man? Uh kind of similar as AJ. I I was used to 
hang out with my dad. Me and my brother used to go to my dad's house. He lived with our cousins or something at the time, Jim and Gail. You guys know Jim and Gail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim um, and Gail. Yeah. yeah, you guys know. Oh, great people. Um, we used to watch movies like at the end of the night. We just like, had a big yard. We used to play outside, and then we'd come in at night and watch movies. And my dad showed us things like Creep Show mm. and this movie. And it's like I, I relate this movie to Creep Show because I was like, why is it funny, but it's scary? Right. Why are they making fun of people dying and stuff? And like, why, why, are, yeah. why does it seem like a good time that this is all happening? So it like really like cemented my love of like comedy and horror yeah. kind of together. Uh, I just didn't re- realize it at the time, but it did scare me back then. Um, back then, I'd have to say it was just like entertaining. And I, yeah, five, five. It's a cool I, movie. I'm gonna be right on that same page with you, Sean. It, it it was absolutely terrifying to the point of the turn, like the lookaways or the I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we're, I'm not, I'm not into watching this, but I no. am. Yeah, I, like I, it's unexplainable how it's. It wasn't my favorite in the movie, movie in the world. I knew all the lines to, but if it were on, like, I'm probably not gonna take my eyes off of it. <laughs> yeah, except for the few parts. So I'm definitely probably right there nostalgically a five with you. So that is a five point four six for us nostalgic rating, which is gonna take us surprisingly pretty low. Uh, that is at the bottom. That is right above 51st Dates, right below Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. Funny, our guy said that. So yeah. pretty low on the nostalgic meter for us, but we'll see how it changes post. Yeah, okay. Uh, so moving along, uh, we'd like to give you all the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean's going to do that for you. I think I, I think you prepared? I prepared. Yeah, I think I got it. Go by memory on this I one? I think that's your job. Yeah, I think that's your job. I'll yeah. try it. <laughs> Brent, <laughs> produced by Brent Maddock, S.S. Wilson, and Gail Ann Hurd. Gail Ann Hurd's big producer, uh, Terminator, a lot of James Cameron stuff okay. she, she did. Story by S.S. Wilson, Brent Maddock, and Ron Underwood. Screenplay by S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock. Cinematography by Alexander Gruzinski. Edited by O. Nicholas Brown, directed by Ron Underwood, and uh, you'll like this, AJ, director of City Slickers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mighty Joe Young and Adventures of Pluto Nash. Maybe not so much those. No. no All right. Don't care about those. It's <laughs> just City Slickers. Billy Crystal. Um, cast. Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Finn Carter, Michael Gross, Tony Gennaro, uh, Ariana Richards, Victor Wong, and Reba McIntyre. The Reebs. Yeah. Reebs. Uh, so the idea for Tremors came when S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock were working in, a, in the Navy and were sitting on a boulder and wondered what if there was something keeping us here and we couldn't leave. Hey, time out. Yeah? The Navy's on water, right? <laughs> what are they doing on boulders? <laughs> Apparently they were shooting... <laughs> They they were they were working for the navy, but they were shooting documentaries for them. Oh yeah, yeah, which would be on water, right? I, I, just <laughs> just checking. My next note is so laziness. <laughs> um, the two Sorry then, to take that away from you. It's all good. Uh, the two then started brainstorming ideas for a monster movie. Originally entitled Land Sharks, the two brought the script to Ron Underwood in the hopes of collaborating. Is that what Saturday Night Live? Wasn't that Land Sharks? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> changing the name to Beneath Perfection, the three completed the script in June 1988. Short Circuit uh, was their last success, so it kind of gave them the they job. They did Short Circuit? Yeah. We have uh, to they they wrote Ooh. Short Circuit. So yeah, you're right. The... It was uh, just shark. it was just becoming a joke on <laughs> SNL. So like we have to we can't be associated with it. So we have to change it to something. So they came up with beneath perfection. Candy Graham, <laughs> among others. Candy Graham, among others. The role of Valentine McKee could have been played by Matthew Modine, Bill Paxton, and Bruce Campbell. Ooh, Paxton, Paxton, Campbell, Modine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Uh, so we're just not in agreement. Then. <laughs> For the role of Earl, the part was originally thought of as Chuck Norris or Clint Eastwood. Underwood wanted Jack Palance, but was too nervous oh, to ask. Oh my God, Jack Palance! <laughs> no too way. too nervous to ask Jack Palance, but then would work with him in his next movie, City Slickers. Oh my wow. God, it's kind of fun. The pants, dude. Yeah. Pants. That's Joey Pants. <laughs> Principal photography began in 1989 and lasted 50 days in Lone Pine in Darwin, California. The town of perfection was built entirely for the film. Set for a September 1989 release, the film was pushed back due to the filmmakers wanting to tone down the language of the film. The MPAA gave the film an R rating and wanting the film to be more accessible to more audiences, the filmmakers took out almost all of the F-bombs. Gotcha. So it was originally very vulgar. A lot of shit and a lot of, you know, like a lot of kind of uh, nasty uh, language in there uh, yeah. pertaining to women, I, I heard. Um, so they took a lot of that out so it could be PG-13. All right. Uh, Tremors was released on January 19th, 1990 and debuted at number five at the box office list, earning $3.7 in its first weekend. On a budget of $10 million, the film ended up grossing sixteen point six. So a modest, a modest, yeah. uh, modest taking there. But this, this probably really made its money in in home sales, Absolutely. right? Yeah, and syndication and syndication. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, before we get into the full film review, scene by scene, AJ does the research. We got to know what the critics and the fans had to think about this movie. I what think you-, you guys are going to be pretty surprised when we come across the Tomato Meter. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm a worm on the ground. Because uh, I know I was pretty dang shocked about this one. Um, do you guys have a guess? I, I know. Give me like a guess. What do you think the critics said about this? I'm going to say if they had like a rating, it's above five. I'm going to say at least six. Okay. Well, you're you're saying tomato meter, so you're saying percentage. Yep. I'm saying percentage. Okay. So yeah, like yeah, 60. 60. Half of me wants to say that this was like so bad. Yeah. But then half of me thinks they probably liked it. Okay. I, and I don't have an answer. 86%. Wow. What? Certified fresh on the tomato meter. Fuck yeah. Critics, Wait a minute. Man. So that is, that's top 15 for any movie that we've done. Wow. The tomato meter. That is right below the matrix <laughs> <laughs> for critical, for critical rating. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not a joke. It's just a fact. Wow. Yeah. So critics, critics thought that Tremors was two points less than The Matrix. The wow. Matrix. Oh my god. Just throwing that out. Holy there. shit. <laughs> I love this world we live in. <laughs> Sometimes it's a beautiful world. Sometimes isn't it? it is. Certified fresh at eighty six percent. Audiences were almost not as impressed at seventy five percent. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and IMDb rates it at a seven point. That's right in the middle of the pack for IMDb for us. That is uh, tied with Goldeneye and Speed. Mm -hmm. Like kind of, I'm like, all right, I can. I would watch Speed in this at a a back to back any day. I love Sean. Sean's back to back. You need to actually custom tailor that to be like Sean's back to back watcher of the weekend, dude. Double features are the fucking shit, man. Absolutely, they got to be kind of related. They got to be kind of sort of most fun. Yeah. Yeah. Pull it in a little bit. Well, how about some uh, some of those critical reviews? Um, the St. Louis Post Dispatch Harper Barnes gave it a seventy five. Um, <laughs> did you? Yep. Okay, great. It's a good periodical. I used to read Post Dispatch. It's a great, it's a good great spot. newspaper. Yeah, I used to read that actually. It got delivered with its excellent offbeat cast. It's Brightly pacing and its goofy tone, Tremors is the kind of movie that propels you out of the theater with a grin on your face. Nice. Cool. 
Um, this is one of my favorite ones. This was uh, Jay Carr. We've heard a lot from Jay Carr in our past episodes okay. from the Boston Globe. 75 out of 100. Fast moving, light handed, assured, even witty at times, and filled with satisfying special effects. Tremors plays like a redneck dune. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a good Fuck one. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is a, this is a, one of the lower ones. It was a 40 out of 100. Uh, the New York Times. Tremors wants to be funny. But it spends too much time winking at the audience. More than anything else, it looks like the sort of movie that might have been put together so that tourists visiting Universal Studios could see a movie being made. Huh. I think that's an interesting little take on it. That is kind of interesting. Uh, I want to uh, start here for our our fan reviews. Um, This was Feast Mode in July 16th, 2020. Hell yeah, dude. This is a 2 out of 10. caused by my farts would be more entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, wouldn't that be cool? Like, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, like a, a bait. Like oh, we have a big a big guy on our group, and we we'll send him out there to fart to create a distraction. Yeah, that'll be good. That's fun. I think that's fun. Um, so Feast Mode had this to say: uh, the first thing I want to point out is the atrocious musical score. It turned me off immediately. Half of it was gross country sounding, and the other half was super cheesy and dated. Other than that, this movie is filled with OMA. Do you guys know what OMA sounds for? No. Oh, it's obvious. Uh, uh, old movie attributes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's an obvious <laughs> Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, OMA. That's thrown around a lot in the <laughs> uh, Unbelievably stupid decision-making by the characters. Parts, parts that make no sense. Horrible ADR. And some of the cheesiest moments in movie history. Quote, way to go, dudes. <laughs> way there to go, dudes. Way to go, dudes. <laughs> That's how how you say it. Yeah, you're right. Reviewer man guy. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to give this quick little snap. Uh, this was a ten out of ten. Fart douche. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? Why are we farting? <laughs> Ass blasters is like the fourth one. That might be one of my favorite usernames I've ever heard. Though <laughs> fart, fart douche. douche. Fart douche. It just says great '90s horror comedy, campy and cheesy, yet constantly entertaining. Derp. <laughs> What year was that? 2021. <laughs> derp. Derp. <laughs> I have one last one, and I think it's, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a, at, at the end. Derp. Derp. Uh, this is I felt I felt went right in line with uh, a lot of the how we feel a lot of the time, and it's a one out of ten, and um, it's it's entitled. Who is Melvin Parents? <laughs> Where are the parents? This is 2010. Uh, warning, spoilers. Uh-oh. So, uh, but this is Tina Munch had this to say. <laughs> I'm not giving this movie a bad review. One out of ten. <laughs> Gosh, no, just the fact that it never mentions who Melvin Plug parents are or if he has any parents in the movie. Who takes care of him if he don't have a parent? I wanted to know this fact. It drives me crazy every time I watch this movie that the one thing my family and I can't figure out. It it an excellent movie. In fact, I love all four Tremor movies. Also, it's a it a shame that Kevin Bacon wasn't in any of the other ones. But I think that the movie Tremor 
<laughs> couldn't get any better. It always leaves me in laughter and excitement, even though I know what's going to happen next. It still excites me to this very day. Wait, 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 wait. So you love the movie. Yep. However, one yep. out of ten because we don't know who Melvin's parents are and Kevin Bacon was not in the sequels. Where it's, are the parents? <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of movies' greatest flops. Yeah, that's right. Is this one, predicament one of movies? <laughs> one of movies. <laughs> well, AJ, that's you always all. you always find the good ones, man. I try my best for you guys. That's so great. That's all I got. Well, we are seconds away from reviewing this movie scene by scene with a modern eye. But first, I want to tell you about our amazing sponsor, Cedar Ridge. Cedar Ridge Distillery was just named the number one selling bourbon in the state of Iowa for the second year in a row. Thing you got to know about Iowa is we drink a lot, so our opinion on consumption means pretty much everything. It's everything. It's all we can do around here it's is everything. drink. There's no oceans. There's no mountains. We have absolutely terrible winter. We're in uh, Fool's Spring number three right now, I yep. think. So yep. we'll have another snowstorm at some point. Yep. Whiskey is clearly the drink of choice. So this is huge news for Cedar Ridge and proof that whiskey distillery uh, of Cedar Ridge, that beautiful facility in our backyard, is about mm -hmm. to take the nation by storm. Totally. First Iowa, next Midwest, followed by world domination. Get on this train while you got a chance. Like right now, you can be the one in your friend group to be like, I told you about Cedar Ridge. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pretty soon, somebody else is going to get that bottle and be like, oh, I found this bottle. And you be, and you're going to be a big old idiot. So go, to, go out to a local <laughs> store, pick up a bottle. If your local distributor does not have it, you can go online to cedarridgewhiskey.com, order some right to your door. Uh, I mean, bourbon being one of the most popular spirits in America, you can't go wrong with the Cedar Ridge flagship bourbon. Maybe you're a scotch guy. Yeah. Quintessential American single malt is better than any scotch I've ever My had. I'm going to go scotch guy. I'm getting, I'm getting him a bottle for his Get him the quintessential party. American Look single malt or their amazing collaboration with Slipknot. Get that number nine. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. I'm going to cheers my buddies. We're going to consume some incredible Cedar Ridge. Consider buying a bottle and uh, drink responsibility. 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 Drink, drink responsibility drink. right in your glass. Yep. <laughs> this is responsibility. <laughs> That's right. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. <laughs> Well, my dudes, what do you say we live in a town with a rapidly dropping population of 14? I'm sure there will be plenty of handyman jobs to make us rich. Might even be some fun places to hang out at and some pretty girls. Maybe not, but at least we'll have each other. And there definitely won't be ancient subterranean worm creatures that will try to kill us. Sounds perfect. Pardon uh, my French, but here we fucking go. Yeah, So Valentine, Val McKee, and Earl Bassett are handymen working in Perfection, Nevada. On the job one day, they meet Rhonda LeBeck, a university student investigating earthquakes. They eventually get tired of their job and leave for Bixby, the nearest town. As they leave, they discover the dead body of Edgar Deems, a fellow resident, perched atop an electrical tower. Mm. I want to I go on record here and say that I absolutely love Val and Earl so much together. Like this opening scene immediately sets the tone yep. for how awesome these two guys are together in this movie. I agree. And I I've seen other Fred Ward movies, and he's usually like not a comedic actor. Really, do you guys have you yeah. guys seen him in other things? I mean, honestly, the the first thing that ever comes to mind is like 
Joe Dirt. Yeah, <laughs> he's the dad. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, but but there are other times that um, he and I don't think I don't feel like this is like his comedy like vibes shining through. I just love that his kind of curmudgeon outlook a little yeah. bit, but he's still got some positive vibes with Val. So yeah, yeah, he's he's like the the rough and dirty guy that yeah. has to like kind of rein in Val a little bit. Yeah. You're right, man. It they're, they're, the duo is is so good, and and I I want to hang out with these guys. I want to have a beer. The the cigarette lighter thing right off the bat, yeah, like it's so so campy and dumb, but yeah. awesome. Oh, like yeah. you know Val Val's got the cigarettes, no lighter. Yeah, <laughs> Earl's got the lighter, no cigarettes. No cigarettes. And they're like, <laughs> there yeah, you go, man. They like literally sh- complete each other. Yeah. <laughs> they do from opening scene. It's very funny. I, I had a I had a vision. Of like, let's say they were going to recast this movie with mm-hmm. it didn't matter the the era or time period. You could pick anyone from any era and just to recast this. Yeah, John Bernthal. Ooh, yeah, yeah, for Earl. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. I I don't know why, but it just feels like he would do a really good job. Yeah, and he kind of right. looks like him. I don't know why that hard edge, but also can be kind of nice yeah. and cool. Fred Ward should be John Bernthal's dad in a movie or something. Yeah, like, That's just what it should be. They should be cast together. Done deal. <laughs> uh, Has it ever happened? I don't think so. John Bernthal and Rick Moranis. <laughs> Rick Moranis? For <laughs> We haven't talked about him in a while. Yeah, I just wanted right. to bring, just him just up. bring him up. It's about time to get the Rick Moranis back in here. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Ah. Uh, I like in, in this scene, too, he takes forever to pound that post in. Yeah, and it was yeah. apparently like it was. A, I think Kevin Bacon did it on purpose. Yeah, like he was just like trying so hard. But Fred Ward's reaction is genuine. He's just like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut. Okay, we're good. <laughs> he, did, he, he just like, didn't hit it at all, and then finally strikes <laughs> yeah. it one time. It's like such an actor's move. He's like, you gotta, you gotta nail this nail. You gotta seem like this character is rough and tumble and everything. He's like, I'm an actor though, so I've never done this before. <laughs> yeah. I just woke up and I'm very hungover. This is what would normally <laughs> yeah, happen. Correct. <laughs> When you do rock, paper, scissors, which happens many times in this video, yeah. in this movie, do you do one, two, shoot? Or do you do one, two, three, shoot? One, two, three, shoot. One, yeah. two, three, shoot. Yeah. So yeah. so we are, there's probably no one out there that goes one, two, eh. Yeah. Eh, eh, and eh. that's what they do in this movie. It's, yeah. like, it's like they get it done quicker. They figure it out sooner. I don't know why they do it. Like it. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're cutting for time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're editing in their seconds. head, you know, like they're just keeping the filmmaking in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I just wondered if anyone yeah. actually did that, but no, I think we're all right. I think it depends on uh, which, where you were born in, you know, okay. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah, from, yeah. If, you're, if you're from down South, they do a one, two, three, ah, but yeah, if yeah. you're, you know, more North and then I think they Midwest. have a, yeah. Does and, one, two, three, four, five? Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot now. <laughs> that's, that's, go. That's what they do on okay, the East one, Coast. One, two, three. Okay, are you ready? Here we go now. Here go. We. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot now. Kind of. I'm going to see where we go with this. What do you guys think about this uh, this town of perfection? And how in the world is this even a town? <laughs> it's not a town. <laughs> what, how are they getting deliveries like to, to Walter Chang's shop? How are they like? How are they surviving at all? Isn't there what's the requirement to to be like incorporated as I a don't city? I know. Like a township or incorporated yeah. or something? Yeah, like you have to have like a post office yeah. and um something else. I feel like there's like a couple things you have they to have. They definitely don't have a post a office. A bar a bar, a church, a post office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Walter Changs is every one of them. Walter Changs is just what it is. <laughs> I like to picture so so obviously our boy Victor Wong here yes. is in this. And I like to think 
in my head of what happened here. Victor that, Wong, Walter Chang. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like to picture that the director of Three Ninjas watched this and was like, yep, that's the Ninja Master Wish.com Mr. Miyagi Grandpa I've always wanted for my movie. Like, because that was like two years after this or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. It's so weird to me. It's very strange. That he was like, that, yep, that guy. Yeah. He he's just, the one. He watched John Carpenter movies. Well, Big Trouble and yep. and this movie he's like yeah that's that's my Mr Miyagi that's I my wish dot com Mr Miyagi <laughs> that's right <laughs> like, I can't get Pat Morita so I gotta get yeah. Victor Victor Wong I like the earlier earlier in the in these scenes when they're headed to perfection or whatever their their banter just them being pals is really great obviously but these they see. Uh, uh, Rhonda, right? Yep, Rhonda LeBeck. Uh, they see Rhonda, and he's like, it's a girl! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get to our next job, and he's like, it's a girl! I would say it's like they've been in prison or yeah, something exactly. like, for this long or something. The new college students, let's go Let's go try. Let's go Let's go hit it up. And by the She's way... She's going to have blonde hair, green eyes, have a face like a... Angel. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's got standards, at and least. Legs that don't quit. Yeah. Legs that go all the, go way all the way up. All the way up. As opposed to not. <laughs> I like the fact that he just, they just, he just diverts off the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys ever, like, walked around in a desert before? You don't drive out there. No. no. You just destroyed your truck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what the hell it is. You just destroyed your truck. Which is what happened on the first take on that. It was the first Good day. God. The first day they were filming this car scene in like in that in the car and they noticed Rhonda. That's their first scene that they ever shot. And the first take, the car the the truck veered off the road and hit a divot yep. or something treacherous in the desert and completely broke the truck down. It wouldn't start up. They took like five hours to get it started back up. Up, and the second take they use. So what what you see in the movie is the second take. Good lord, man! That, you you just I like that they get there and he's just completely disappointed with like whoever this is and it's like again, well we gotta we gotta uh, make her look not pretty. So what do we do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's put something. Let's put some crap on her nose and give her an UGG hat. Like, <laughs> like well, that's it what is, they did. It's just so dumb because she's a very attractive right. woman. Right away, great smile, great eyes, and you're and they're like, of course, this woman is yeah. going to turn out to be the love interest. Yes, but no, she's got pain on her nose, so <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Oh yeah, let's let's put this on there. It's okay. funny that she notices it. Yeah, though. when she's they like, drive away, like, oh oh man, <laughs> we'll take her pants off later. Yeah, it's fine. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the Edgar Deems thing where that's our first indication of something going wrong here where he's up on the electrical tower. That's that's still a powerful scene for me where. You're this this mentality of like something kept him up here for three to four days, yeah, yeah. to where he starved to death and became De- dehydrated. dehydrated. Yeah, that's that's still terror, and I think that's essentially w- w- playing off the rock thing and yeah, playing yeah. off the. It's like that's a that's a scary notion. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like if there if, if if it was a shark, you're on this raft or something for however long. Yeah. You're just dying of elements. Rather than going into the water where a shark yeah, is hunting you, you. you're going to die no matter what. Yeah. Which way do you want to die? Exactly. I'll, I'll go the slow, slow, painful route. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the time as much as I can to see if something, someone comes and saves me or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I also have to mention um, probably one of my favorite lines and probably one of the most realistic parts of this movie is how excited they are and how proud of themselves they are when they turn down free beer. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. We turned down free beer. Do you believe it? We're really going to do it. And these guys go 
And they're like, oh, geez, our friend died. All right, well, we better get out of town again. <laughs> and they try to leave again, and they're they're getting out of town, and then they have to come back again, and then they try to leave them. And how much gas did they waste? <laughs> Where's the gas station? <laughs> Where's the gas station yeah, at, man? That's true. That's true. Like, I, I don't know about like where you're at in the country right now listening to this, but gas prices are kind of obnoxious right now. <laughs> hey, okay? He said it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you he said it. You just get out of town at that point. That's, <laughs> get out. You go and you get. That thing's a gas guzzler. All right, so scene two. Later on, an unseen creature kills Shepherd Fred and his flock of sheep. Val and Earl discover his sever, severed head severed head, and believe that it's a serial killer is on the loose. Two construction workers ignore Val and Earl's warning and are killed by the same creature, causing a rock slide. Val and Earl try to help after warning the residents, but find the phone lines are dead and that the rock slide has blocked the only road out of town. Out of sight, a snake-like creature wraps itself around their truck rear axle and is discovered when they return to the town. I like how Grandpa, when, when they get to Walter Chang's Grandpa, gives them like a six pack of something like he just no nothing's even said he just gives them a six pack of a can of beer and then two more beers for them to drink right then and there i'm like i love how they just know yeah. you know he's like walter's just like yep here's the boys there he is here's here's the maintenance guys of this town pretty much yeah and they're just odd job guys that's just all they do, right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else like about them. Do they have a house? They they were like we've emptying never, out a house. We've never I guess, established this. They just had stuff in storage, you well, know. And they like, were sleeping in the bed of the truck when the movie started. Right. So, True. Do they live anywhere? Like that's what I'm trying. I was trying to figure out, and like they do load their car up at one point to get out of town, but I don't know. Like. I, I do wish there was a little bit more established with that, but then again, it's a town with a population of 14. Yeah. What are we going to establish here? I, guess, I picture yeah. this town, I picture uh, it's Grand Theft Auto Five. It's the the one character that lives out in the desert town. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Like, that's what... Trevor. Trevor. That's what this town feels like to me. Okay. And so I'm assuming that they just live where Trevor lives, just in some <laughs> weird little mobile home thing, yeah. and everything's fine. <laughs> okay. That's just how I picture it. But you don't even have to know. There's only two interior shots in yeah. this entire movie. That's it's, a good point. It's all exterior, and then, like, yeah, the two the two sets they have is just Walter Chang's and... Yep. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Bert and... and Bert's, Bert's uh, basement Bert's and then basement. The, the store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I mean, like... It, Getting this movie funded is just like, yeah, we're going to build a, a small town of 14 people. There's a low cast, you know, all our money is going to be spent on effects pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. probably again, a super creepy moment for me is when they pull the hat off of that and he's has just his face. That's like some like Dexter shit. Yeah, but, like I'm waiting for mid-scream. Dexter, yeah, Dexter Morgan's going to like <laughs> show up and start like talking about what's going on here. <laughs> A face in the desert? This can't be. It's like, what? what is going on, man? That is the freakiest shit of this whole movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was a really like good uh, horror movie moment. Like, There's a movie called Motel Hell where there are like, people like burying people like 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 their, their whole body, but their head sticking out or whatever. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, yeah you I know, know, about, you know about this. Hell. Yeah, mo- all He's about got this. the chainsaw and the pig mask and everything. Yeah, good um, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shut uh, up! Just stop! The, stop! What the? Uh, yeah, I like that moment. I just like it's. This is what seems. This is what is like when I'm watching this as a kid, where I'm like, why is he making that face? So why is it not too scary? It's kind of funny, you know. The Edgar the that's she, very Edgar true. Yeah. Farmer, yeah, yeah. It's Fred. Just, His name's Fred. 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 Um, it's just. It's just like it. 
in this watching this movie, it, it knows what it's doing, and yeah. it know, it's it's very tongue in cheek and is making fun of itself at the same time. I think, and uh, it, that's why this, I think this movie works is just because it knows what it is and knows what it's doing. Yeah, no, that's that's because it because it is it is scary, but it's like not yeah kind of at the same time. Yeah, it's establishing this same thing with like the the construction workers, right? You know, you like the the drill goes into one of them and then goes flying away. Yeah. And even they took the time to even show him the the guy he takes a step to his left to put his foot inside of the ring of coil. <laughs> like normally you'd go, oh, of course it just tag. But no, they show him like st- when he's moving around, he puts his foot into the coil and then the coil tightens and they go. You know, yeah. so like the, even that's kind of funny. Like dragging him away. Oh shit! I even like when they pull up. He's like, "There's a serial killer on the loose. You guys gotta get the fuck <laughs> out of here." He's like, "Ah, they're just crazy and drunk and shit." And the guy just starts jackhammering again or whatever, and it cuts to the other guy. He's grabbing a crowbar. He's like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe." And then that happens, yeah, just in case. Yeah. You know? At first, he's like not even really. He's like jackhammering into the road, and he's going in like like two inches, and then all of a sudden, he's just able to just go. <laughs> <laughs> And it just goes all the way through. I don't know, like the uh, uh, there's this, there's the jackhammer and the pogo stick. Oh God! I know we'll get there if we're not there already. But the pogo stick is another like just really bad edit <laughs> thing for me. <laughs> so we'll get there. I don't know. Yeah. The, our, we get to meet a couple of the town people here. We've got the little girl, uh, what Ariana Richards, yeah, who was uh, she's like, back. She was in Jurassic Park, yeah, obviously. Apparently, right. oh, just yeah, 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 yeah. everything she had to do with as a child actor was scary creatures she had to be around. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's pretty impressive. And then I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Where are the parents' most punchable face? Melvin. Yep. Melvin. Melvin's the most punchable face 100%. in this movie, right? He's I gotta agree. Be. Yeah. Um, he is the most punchable face, and at least in the Burbs, we got an explanation for uh, <laughs> yeah. what's his name, uh, Corey Feldman. Corey yeah. Feldman. But in this, <laughs> this is Corey Feldman, but he in just, Trevor's, <laughs> he just he's just hanging out. He's Yo, Rumstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ramsey. Yo, guys. It's like <laughs> he's kind of like that. He's he's like bouncing a ball off of people's car. Yeah, yeah. just nobody's pays. Like, where are the parents? Where's his freaking parents at, man? I don't get it. I don't either. There, there's. I think I read something somewhere where there was like a side plot where they did explain it, and like really? they're always in Vegas. <laughs> and they just leave him behind because he sucks. Because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Although one would argue that because they keep leaving him behind, he sucks more. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no parenting. Because there's on. no parenting. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. It's it. true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. He is the most punchable face. Uh, yeah. I. But I do. There's like a moment we'll get to later where I was like, oh, is uh, that one guy his dad? Because when he goes, saying, like, "We guys got to do something." And it's like the one. I always thought that as a kid, but yeah. I don't think so. No, I wasn't his dad. No, <laughs> no. So the snake thing that kind of reaches up and it grabs the axle of this car uh, or their truck, right? Now they don't know it at the moment, uh, but that thing is strong enough to hold a four by four truck back, but not just snap the legs of any person, <laughs> like like uh, Rhonda when it's like grabbed Rhonda. Yeah, it's right. like, Oh, I'm really struggling with Rhonda's leg. She's just so squirmy, but you it can hold this entire axle back for that long. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I'm a little upset about that. Yeah, 
I guess. I hear you. So <laughs> I'll take a prop here too. We might as well take a second to oh, talk yeah. about this. I want the leaving perfection town sign with all the bullet holes in it. Okay. I don't know. I just think that'd be that'd, that'd be, be really a cool, cool like bar prop to have hanging up somewhere. I yeah. like that. Leaving perfection with a bunch of shotgun holes in it. <laughs> yeah. I want uh, the lighter. Oh, okay. Mm. I want the lighter. That's what I want. Man, I'm torn between Walter Chang's defunct uh, ice chest. It keeps, <laughs> keeps rattling because that'd just be cool to have in any home. That really. would be. Yeah. Or the elephant gun. I'm going the elephant gun. Okay. The elephant gun. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That thing's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's badass. This is so badass. Is this, uh, I did have a thought. I think this is my favorite Kevin Bacon role. <laughs> really? <laughs> I like I thought about it long and hard and I was like, I think this is Kevin Bacon for me. I think you're right. There's he he can do he can do a lot. Obviously he's an actor, but I'd say either this and it's funny they're they're these two movies I'm gonna compare, they're more indie movies like Dead Silence. I know AJ has seen. Yeah. Or not Dead Silence, I'm sorry, Death Sentence. Death Sentence is yeah. Another James Wan movie. Uh-huh. Um that in this I think is his like most dynamic he can be, yeah. you know? And he's just like a, a a torn up dude in Death Sentence and out for revenge. And this he's just like comedic. Yeah. And very outgoing and very yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, until I saw Death Sentence, it was Footloose. <laughs> yeah. um, but but then but then I saw Tremors. I feel like I saw I definitely saw Footloose before I saw Tremors. And then when I saw Tremors, I was like, oh, okay, it's the hair. Yeah, it's, the, <laughs> this, it's this hair for Val is epic. Yeah, it's just flying hat. all over the place. Yeah, and when he looks good, like it's like slicked back and that heart belt buckle. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the heart no! belt buckle. No, nope. yes, nope. I got it. You can't. No, <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> nope, not allowed to, bro. Damn it. No. <laughs> I like. I like in the beginning of the film too. He's got a cut off like denim <laughs> shirt. Yeah. Like it used to be a long sleeve. Yep. Like I. I like it, but what does that do? What are <laughs> yeah. we doing here? He's just having a shirt on the whole time. I'll be honest with you, as a. Um, as a very, very Belgian heritage person, I can't imagine walking around in that heat and sitting on that rock. I would be sunburned instantaneously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> instantaneously. I would be wrecked. Yep. Like, and none of these people get sunburns? No. They <laughs> the sun, don't? The sun wasn't as hot back then. In the, oh, in the oh right. global warming. That's right. <laughs> the only smart person was Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. She only wore it one time, with though. Her, with cocaine her, on her nose. With her... <laughs> Kevin Bacon did later call filming of Tremors to be one of the single most fun times he ever had on a set in his career. Really? And I think you can really feel that, though, right? I think so. He's having a great time. Totally. I think simultaneously, though, because he was just having a baby right right after this. And it's funny. He was in a movie called She's Having a Baby. But right after, like, right during the filming of this, he was like, he had, like, a hotline uh, set up for him at on the set to call his wife. Oh, she was, shit. Like, just going There's to no labor cell phones much. and stuff right. like that? Oh, uh, wow. So they set that up for him. But then, like, he, when the movie released, he's like, God, I'm a fucking failure. This is gonna fucking tank so yeah. bad and everything. He was like really worried about That's it. That's what I heard. I heard he like he was having a lot of fun, but then he realized like this could end my this career. This is a movie about worms yeah. under the earth. <laughs> I got worms. That's what we're gonna call That's it. That's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> and he retains his title. Hey. <laughs> I got worms. I got worms. <laughs> <laughs> I did make the uh I did make the comparison when we did Beetlejuice 
uh, I made a video yeah. for the new Dune. Yeah, yeah. Like in Dune, when they get to the rocks, <laughs> yeah. which by the way they get to the rocks and the thing comes out, and it's the it's the Beetlejuice sandworm. I'd yeah. like to do it again with the uh, with the t- with the graboid. I think it'd be. Great. I, would enjoy <laughs> it. be I can't, I can't awesome. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so let's move this on. Dr. Wallace and his wife are attacked by the creature one night. Val and Earl borrow horses to ride to Bixby for help. They come upon Wallace and his wife's buried station wagon near the trailer. As they press on, a graboid attacks them. They escape by jumping into an aqueduct. Rhonda arrives on the scene, and they are chased onto some rocks by another creature. The trio then find some discarded poles and use them to pole vault across uh, some nearby boulders to reach Rhonda's truck, narrowly escaping the creature. Jim! Jim, Jim. <laughs> I love her reaction so much. The the two doctors or whatever, or yeah. the doctor Wallace and his wife or whatever. Uh, what are they doing out there? They're building a house. Okay, okay. In fact, there's been some some talk I've seen where they are not technically counted in the popula- the town's population because they're just. Right. Building a ah, home here, yeah. Okay, and they so, don't. They don't have. Uh, they don't have residents. They don't have their uh, mail coming to them yet. Which, which, if you see in of our course. Patreon or whatever. Well, they, they won't. They won't have. They won't have uh, to change the sign though, because Val and, and uh, that's yeah. true. Earl. Oh, leaving. there you go. Yeah, they're leaving. Go. So, and these two are coming in. So they're finding. We're keep good. The population sign the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think this is the most terrifying death in the movie. I do too. Yeah, this is uh, this is bad. Like, can you imagine that? He's like, he's really selling this too. Like, he's slowly being brought into the ground, mm-hmm. and uh, like, I I don't. I still think this is terrifying. This was the moment I couldn't watch as a kid. I hated this scene. Yeah. Well, she's like, uh, there's like the the generator turns off or whatever, and and uh, the wife is like, "Don't go out there." Like, what are you doing? And he's like doing the horror movie trope. He's like, "Well, I gotta see what it is. I got- <laughs> I, I'm the man. I gotta get out there and see what it is. I'm the man in this and situation." Like, she's like, "There could be something dangerous out there." Is like, "Yeah, there could be graboids or some other dangerous thing that's in the fucking desert, like snakes and Coyotes. scorpions." Yeah. And like things that will eat you as well. How about you just don't go out there? It's real simple. Well, also that generator was like ten feet away from them. How did they not notice anything that happened? <laughs> they didn't feel the ground move. <laughs> like the Graboy was just going an inch at a time just to yeah. get up to the generator. <laughs> Ooh, that's and then pulled it into the ground and nobody saw anything. It was just ten feet away from them <laughs> on the station wagon. They're gazing at the stars. I didn't see nothing. Oh, I had no idea what was going on. And just uh I just looked over and the generator is gone. <laughs> So then I then I decided to walk on over and then I got my my husband got eaten and, and then, then I got he, eaten. and then I died he being got buried eaten. alive yeah that sucks man in a station wagon yeah How, what I'd love to see the behind the scenes of even that whole thing like I know man yeah it's it's like a it's a really good trick they pulled they pulled him underground yeah w- into sand. It's, I mean, it's like maybe like a trap door kind of thing, but even like the station wagon going under like that, like slowly going under, not like, you know, it's just like kind of like, like it's being taken down from a a graboid. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. Then, uh, then, uh, then you get the horse, then they're getting attacked on the horses. Yeah. With the the, the fucking tentacle shit coming out of there. I like this was, I definitely remember as a kid, this is the part of the movie I'm like, we're just going to maybe go to the bathroom yep. during oh. these two scenes back to back. I need to go make more popcorn yeah. or something. I need to brush my teeth. You never want to brush you your teeth. <laughs> what are well, you talking about? 
Oh, he's like, uh, for all you know, for all you know, they could fly, and it's like the in the next few movies <laughs> like, they can fly. Fucking a, it's kind of fun. And I like how before they go, he's like, here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. Literally all I need when World War Three hits. That's all I need. Just Swiss cheese and bullets. Yep, that's all anybody else needs. And Thank I think goodness. we're covered when uh, the Ruskies come. The Ruskies. <laughs> Jesus, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> did you did you hear about? Uh, so one idea initially for this <laughs> was that the worms would have an outer shell. Did you read this? Uh-uh. No. So they were supposed to have like they were supposed to have this outer shell, and then when they would get above the dirt, the shell would retract and reveal like a, a one big slimier inner worm. So they're supposed to be uncircumcised. <laughs> <laughs> so so before. Su- supposedly, like they would send drawing renderings of this, and the production <laughs> members would like giggle, yeah. like the women would g- giggle and be like, yeah. and they knew right away, like we can't do that. So that's <laughs> that's how they came up with the ideas of the of the the snake worms coming right. out and and being able to grab stuff. But Jesus. probably a good choice on that. <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> Fucking age. They're just they just. I like to think that they were sending them through. It's like no, not that one that one's kind of that one's okay but just shuffling through papers shuffling through and it's like that's just a dick <laughs> so we that's just put a, a dick damn it there. dan that's damn it dan. it's a worm what do you want me to do that is a dick so we finally see these guys kill one when they jump <laughs> we can yeah. make it we can make it they jump across the aqueduct and don't make it they don't make it but what i've always wondered is why we're like Rhonda's just there did she just did she not hear any of this did she not see them running through the desert with like Dust flying behind them, just trying to jump across an aqueduct. She's like, "What's up, guys? Oh, hey, guys, what, you doing? what are you guys up to? What, what are you guys? What are you guys up to? You're just running away. Yeah, I'm. I'm not concerned at all. Not at all. <laughs> then she sees that thing. Um, was I that wanna, the fuck you? Was that the, when he says that? I want to go down and make sure that this is in canon and recording. The best fuck you in movie history. Period. I, I think you're I'm right. I'm trying to think of anything else and. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and they could have cut it out too, and I'm glad they kept it. It's it's so fucking funny. It's like, we killed it. We, we killed it. Fuck it. It's so good. It's I fucking brilliant. love it. Yeah. But then they realize that there's three more. Right. It's perfectly well, perfectly how, figured out. How do they know? Yeah. They don't. They, <laughs> she just goes, she goes, Yeah, there's there's three three other things went off. There's gotta be three more. <laughs> Well, how, how do you say that? Well, there's uh, seismic readings over this, these parts. Yeah, but you've got a lot of seismic readings, yeah. so this is the, you're you're so certain. I just <laughs> it's a little upsetting. It's okay, I'm, I'm into it. I'm I like when they uncover it. It, just, it like looks like something that I passed after eating at like an all you can eat meat buffet in in Vegas. <laughs> that's what, it's that's just what your a turd looked long like. Long capsule of just <laughs> with tentacles sticking out at the. I'm, it's it's. He seems it gave me a little bit of like flashback PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. He seems to be able to dig that out pretty quickly with a little shovel too. He's just like, look, <laughs> I pulled this giant thing out. I found the end. <laughs> I found the ass end. <laughs> I found the ass end of it. I always liked as a kid though when they go running for the rocks, and I always did like like the pole vaulting thing for for some yeah, reason. It's cool, and it's cinem- cinematically it looks kind of cool too. They have a couple great shots where they're all three doing it in unison, right? To get across the poles, I feel like I feel like this is a, another Mentos commercial. Mentos. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's got it. He's doing it. I guess we're, I already made it. <laughs> the vision. <laughs> but I also did have a funny moment. I was thinking, like, if I'm stuck on this rock. I'm pretty pissed. And I'm like, I might we're be stuck dying here. here. That pisses me off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that I might I might die because of this stupid ass creature. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is like when I gotta go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. I'm going to pee onto the sand so that the sandworm comes up thinking it's something, and then now I'm pissing into the sandworm. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Like just to be like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Drink yeah. my piss, sandworm. Yeah, enjoy Why my pee pee. Right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Is that a, is that a weird thing to think about? No, I think I I would piss on a monster who's trying to kill me for sure. If I he think, can't he can't actually get up and get you. Yeah, I think the I think you take it one step further and you 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 poop onto the sand and then you pee around it. So then he comes up and eats your poop and pee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he's gonna I, wa- I want to wrap my head around. Yeah, this. let's so, keep going. Yeah. So I'm let's, I'm pooping I'm pooping onto the rock. Onto the sand. No, no, because no, like you can't do that. You oh. can't go down on the sand. Are you gonna like projectile poop? I mean, well, as it can... as it comes out, you can kind of like get your hand behind there and like pat it out. I, I'm well, thinking like, just go straight like onto of, the rock. Like so then I can it. I can then have okay. I've got the turd in my hand. I've got my pants down, ready to pee, and right as the pee's <laughs> getting ready to go, I throw the turd, and then right as he's coming up, <laughs> he eats the turd while I'm pissing into the mouth of the. Yeah, I think that's the way. And I, then, and then you've really got them. You know, yeah. now at this point they're <laughs> embarrassed. You. They're embarrassed. They're just gonna go off. And See, do I feel else. like I feel like I was thinking that if I've just got your pants, you've got your pants down, and then you have your friend, you kind of like hold on to him, <laughs> and he lets you lean over. We are good friends. <laughs> he lets you lean over on the sand. Yeah, I think that's how. All while the women of your dream is like, yeah, <laughs> this is <laughs> gonna work out. This, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> When they do finally get to the car and she's pushing the gas pedal with her hand and they're flying down the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just going to say, it's probably not possible. <laughs> it's probably not possible. Just, In a panic, man. I don't know. I just want to go on record. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I kind of believe it. <laughs> be honest. I kind of believe it. It's just one of these moves. You just, uh, guys, you can, I think you can clearly see the driver too. And that when they're in the back, they're in the back of the pickup truck, I'm pretty sure there's just a guy going. <laughs> all right. So let's move this on. So after the trio returned to town, all three remaining worms attack the settlement. Some townsfolk are killed, forcing everyone to hide on the town's various rooftops. Meanwhile, survivalist couple Bert and Heather Gummer managed to kill one of the creatures in their basement armory. In town, the two remaining worms start attacking the building foundations. Realizing they must leave town, Val commanders a track loader uh, and chains a semi-trailer to the rear. The survivors use it to try and escape to a nearby mountain range. Hell yeah. Fucking pogo stick girl, man. Pogo sticks. Gets gets old ninjutsu grandpa master killed, and that pisses me off. Oh, she did. Yeah. It was her fault. <laughs> yeah. It was her fault. Um, so they're all, I mean, they're all kind of being quiet or whatever, and they're, they're in Chang's uh, Bistro. Yeah. Chang's Bistro. <laughs> Chang's everything. P.F. Chang's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's really reminiscent of like a, a like how Quentin dies in Jaws. Dude, Did you you're absolutely right. No, yeah, he, I didn't think of that. He grabs him and he's just like kind of taking him around. He's like, Aah! and I got to be honest, this is like one of the moments where like it's kind of a creep show yeah. moment for me where I'm like, oh, I saw I saw Ninjutsu Grandpa from Three Ninjas die. How can this be? Like he can't die in a movie. I'm a kid, you know, and then they, right. he's getting torn apart by this 
graboid and Ugh. taken underground. It really scared me as a kid. It, like his death definitely was one of the ones that creeped me out the most. I think because he gets bit and he's like bleeding. Yeah, from I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. I mean, yeah. And just, now we know they can come through the floor too. Yeah. We thought yeah. we were safe. We thought you were safe in there. We thought we were safe inside. Well, unfortunately, you're not safe when you when you rely on the structural integrity of like the old saloons and the old west. <laughs> That's very there's true. no concrete foundation or anything right there. There's there's no. It's all just wood and like. It looks like they came up from like a basement, even. I don't know. Yeah. And, but then, but then you've got them busting through Bert's place. Yeah. So they're, they're attacking the town. Yeah. But then she, she's, they're in the bunker and she turns on like a, a bullet grinder. It's, it's a, it's a bullet loader. A bullet loader. I can tell That's you this right. because this is literally my parents. Uh, or my mom nowadays. Okay. My mom and her, and her husband are like doing this. In their compound They're or whatever, preppers. she's like, "Yeah, I got, I got, we got our uh, uh, a bullet loader and everything, and uh, we got our CB radios and we got our rations and stuff." I'm like, "Mom, do you sh- should should you tell me something that I don't know? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, do you know something that I don't know?" She's like, "Yeah, just be ready, just be ready, come on down here." I'm like, "Okay, okay." So just that's my be life. Ready. Um, yeah. I love I love Bert. <laughs> I love Burr and and Reba McIntyre. I like this couple a lot. Um, I and this is probably my favorite scene of the entire movie, where they just blast this it, motherfucker. Dude, it's pretty. And you can the shot where they it's like the loud gunfire, but then it goes back to the town, and you're hearing yes. the gunfire from yeah, far like, away. Yeah. <laughs> they're fighting them and shit. Um, just uh, just bear with me for a sec. Bert and Heather use the following firearms to kill the graboid that burst into their room. Okay. A Stay Man Keller SSG P2 Winchester Model 70 Winchester Model 1200 Defender HK91A2 Colt AR15 Sporter 2 Remington 8870 Sig Rower P20 <laughs> P226 Ruger Red Hawk M8 Flare Gun and then finally Bert finishes it off with a Belgian William and Co 8 gauge shotgun. Wow. Every time I research these movies there's like the IMDb like facts or whatever. Yeah. At the end of every single one of them, that the, the there's gunshots in the movie, they name off. And, and when when Bert fired this gun, this is what the gun was. I'm like, why do people give a shit about this? Yeah. And so I just said it in case people do. Good. I I'm glad you did. I I love this scene of them just unloading. It's obviously this is the eye candy to a kid. Yeah. Is this scene yeah. just definitely unloading into this thing, and eventually it, they kill it. Uh, this is in my trench coat days, but I remember I, I remember getting <laughs> uh, uh, there's there's magazines called Bud Bud K magazines. Oh yeah, Bud K. You remember Are Bud you K? Yeah, yeah, dude. You could just buy knives. Are you sure it wasn't your trench coat day? No, it was <laughs> in my no, trench coat. Oh, it was, it was. Okay, uh, obviously. So I imagine like I, I imagine myself being in class. And I remember doing this like imagining myself like grabbing the knives and like throwing them and stuff like that. And in class, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 So anyway, Michael Gross was in Family Ties. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> That's a fun program. Yeah. It, it's interesting to note, though, because Bert, Bert Gummer becomes basically the main character right. of Tremors moving forward. Right. Yeah. So he went he went from like a seven-year stint in Family Ties to now I'm the guy in Tremors yeah, <laughs> for Tremors the next guy. 10 years. Easily <laughs> the second best part of this movie is Bert. I, I love I love his character so much. Like He's, he's such a good... Timing. He's yeah. got such good comedic timing to everything, and like after they uh, they shoot they they shoot and kill the tremor that uh, or the grab boy that bursts into their wall or whatever. What's the line he says? Is like, 
How, how's about that for reinforce or something like that? I don't know what he's <laughs> yeah. it's it's such good timing though like especially because he's like he just gets done shooting it and he's like <sighs> yeah <laughs> like that, you know I just I love that moment and Reba McIntyre is fantastic she's really good she's fantastic great fantastic in this yeah. yeah she's I like I know she's did she's been doing plenty of acting and stuff like that but yeah in this I thought she was phenomenal I think this is his first role right is this anybody? was her first role, yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. And then soon after this, she got her show. Yeah, Reba. that's very true. Yeah. Did you, uh, I can't remember, I do have a note here, though, that I want a gif, or a gif, however you want to say it, of Nestor cheering. And I think I think it was at some point in this scene where everybody's like oh. really excited, and he's going... <laughs> he might be the worst actor in this movie i'm pretty sure he's the worst actor in this movie that guy he also i did realize a deep-seated fear of my life and i realized that i don't like to sit in inner tubes in lakes or floating down rivers oh yeah and i'm pretty sure it's from this because he he runs and sits in that tire sits on it and then it comes up from the bottom and pulls him down yeah, yeah, through yeah. the tire. I'm pretty sure that's where that fear came from. Damn, that yeah. makes sense. Not uh, good. Yeah, no. Hey, you'll be fine on top of that tire, dude. Yeah, you, <laughs> dude. No, you, gotta you get just saw what happened. You'll be good. You gotta get higher. You gotta get higher. Oh, yeah. You guys gotta do something. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Way to go, dude. Way to go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What about uh, the pogo stick? You want to talk about it, AJ? All right, the I know pogo you've been stick. waiting to it. Let's get to it. The fucking pogo stick. Like <laughs> they, 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 come on, let it all out. I dude. know, but so this girl's just jumping around on the pogo stick and everything, and then they, I like that they all they like look out and they see her, and they're like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god, and they, Fred, Fred, Fred Ward, I think, is the one who like runs out and like grabs her. Kevin Bacon, Kevin, or is it yeah, Kevin Bacon's yeah, yeah. Val? Um, he runs out, grabs her, and that pogo stick just stays standing right up. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it looks, Tur- turns out it was a, like a cheater pogo stick. Yeah, yeah. That's how we, she was getting so many. It doesn't actually fall over. No. It's like a segue, <laughs> yeah, yeah. segue technology. It's, segue technology <laughs> it's, it's the bumpers for bowling. Yeah, it's like, bumpers oh, this pogo doesn't stick. fall over. It just looks like something you'd see on like an old play ground or whatever just sitting there and you just jump around <laughs> yeah. on it. like you can practice pogo yeah sticking. you're just practicing and they, all you're doing. and they didn't give a fuck they're like oh dude. that's how it's gonna be they could have cut that shot way earlier and you just you're all you're done all you're left with is just staring at this pogo <laughs> stick <laughs> it's, just, it's very upsetting <laughs> like every leading line that the director has in the movie is just like centered on that one thing yeah. like, <laughs> Stick. <laughs> and then it and then it finally goes underground and then like goes ten feet and comes out the yeah, other side. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like it, it just sucks it down because it was standing there. It's the suck yeah. zone. Ah oh, man. <laughs> it's the suck zone. Welcome to the suck zone. <laughs> Did uh, she take her pants off yet at any point? I like it. Yep. I as, love a, it. as a child, oh yep. my god. It's like somebody just took their pants off. Yeah. In a t in a movie, awesome. So <laughs> I just I feel like I have to added. mention that because no, you're right. It's one of the first things that popped in my head when we talked about doing this movie. Like, it's oh great. yeah, she takes her pants off. <laughs> it's great. I like. Apparently, they have the tremors have a type. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's pantsless. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a good move, off. though. Get take, them off of there. So is that like a survivalist thing? Like if you ever get tangled in uh, barbed wire, you just take your pants off and everything's good? I would. I don't know how that's helpful. <laughs> I really um, don't either. You're loose. You're loose now. Yeah. I guess. And like everyone kind of knows you a little bit better since you've exposed yourself a little bit. Like everyone's just kind of more comfortable with you yeah. and you can you can talk you can have more conversations. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. I like that. You know that. like how you like do nude stuff in like a pool like everyone's like like take take your clothes off and we haven't really done this before but we're, it's more of like a bonding moment and right. everything like that. I mean kind of like when we used to we used to do this show of bottomless. Exactly. I mean, but yeah, then yeah, the yeah. cameras yeah. came into it. We, the cameras came in we go. We said, Jeremy well, still YouTube. is. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy is off camera. <laughs> it's part of his initiation still. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so they uh, let's well let's move on to the last scene here. So we'll, we'll talk about this uh, tractor here. So in route while they're on the tractor, both worms create a sinkhole trap that disables the track loader, and the survivors flee to some nearby boulders for safety. They kill one of the worms with Bert's pipe bomb, but the last one spits a bomb back towards the survivors, forcing them to disperse. Val lures the final worm into chasing him to the edge of the cliff and plummets. It to its death below on the rocks. The group returns to town and call in the authorities to begin an investigation while Earl encourages Val to pursue a romantic relationship with Rhonda. This one's not dumb. <laughs> 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 hey, I have a question. Was this one's not was yeah. was the was the last one? I thought about it on the drive over here today and get to research it. But you know how they keep focusing on the one with the the missing arm. They call it Stumpy. Yeah, yeah. The one that that grabbed the car was Stumpy. The last one alive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. I, I know they, they do sort of show which ones are which. At one point, there's a stumpy arm out while the arms are out. And yeah. That's the one. Like that, Is that the super smart one? It must be the smart one. It's, it seems like it's it's created a relationship between the two now. Yeah. And I like that about it. Like It's like it knows them. It's it's almost got them several times. Yeah. And now and now it's like the last one, and it's going for them again. You I know? did not pick that up as a child. That's yeah, cool. I never noticed that the stumpy arm was there at certain times. And I got to say, man, like the, a lot of like the... The, the plot outlines and everything like that towards this movie, like when they have to distract it and they want, I mean, like a, another great idea of the movie is it like being seismic readings or whatever yeah, is, yeah. is like vibrations and that's how they get you is really cool and really smart. Cause you can't, it's like, you can't go in the water, you know, it's going to yeah. find you. Um, but I, I like how they trick it and then it kind of figures itself out again. Like they, like, uh, uh, Valentine goes for the tractor or whatever and they have to like make some noise in order yep. to distract yep. it and then Rhonda does the water thing and it's really smart and it's like it makes total sense I have to say that like it's really well thought out you know yeah there are some very well thought out like points to this and I but I think there are some we we've there's a point here when they're on the rocks and they're using the bombs. Yeah. And now this thing has gone from suck to blow. Apparently, <laughs> like it's the that, suck zone became the blow zone. Is that how you rate your problems in I, life? I think so. Yeah. Oh man, this is this has gone from suck to blow. <laughs> suck to blow. It's pretty good. Uh, but it's like the it, it it spits that thing out like like um I don't know the 
erector set from yes, like dude, Sandlot. Yes. Very, that was the same thing. It was the exact same idea to me. And I was I was like, of course it lands right on the whole bag of bombs <laughs> that you got there. And that was a very anticlimactic explosion. It was like the smallest explosion they've had. And it should have been yeah. at least five times. Yeah, it should have like literally destroyed those rocks that they were sitting on. <laughs> now that would have been awesome. That would have been great. Um, and I like, so and then again, continuity error. We basically get our, our Fast and the Furious. We just pulled off the road, and now we're 40 feet out into the desert, 40 yards. They ran so far out from the rocks, like, and no one else did? Yeah. Like, what? They, and they ran in the direction of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> of the gravel. Yeah. They ran that far out. Like, they were, they were like a half a mile away. Yeah. On this from this thing, and that was very upsetting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> I like I like the uh, one of the birds things. I, I just like his character in general. He's just so like, I guess right wing and and like very uh, uh, what's the NRA and yeah. everything oh, like yeah. that. He's just like, uh, uh, what do you use that for? He's like, you putting a cannon fuse in, into your bombs? Like, what do you use that for? He's like, my cannon. My cannon. <laughs> I fucking love that. I'm thinking the cannon would have been a good weapon to it use. Kinda, you might have want to bring that. Yeah. I think that would have been Test a good it weapon out to a use. Bit. It, it could probably, like, indent into the ground pretty far, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> if it's towards the surface. We didn't mention when they were traveling in the tractor and they, the graboids were slowly starting to, like, attack them. <laughs> There's a very subtle moment where one of the, the little snake arms comes up and and Val like bitch slaps it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <Get away. laughs> I thought I thought that was a very funny subtle moment. It was very effective. Yeah, yeah well, they should have done that a little bit more. Ah, yeah, yeah. That hurt. No kidding. <laughs> Something that bothered me as a child was why this graboid went through the mountain off the cliff. Like yeah. it, it always bothered. I always tried to wonder like why did this happen? And I think there is a theory out there that the bomb that landed behind it scared, scared it. it into going even faster, further away. But it still has to go through yeah. like a solid concrete wall to, to fly off into the canyon. That always did still, like, I'm like, hey, well, it sure looked cool visually, like, oh, that worm. Yeah. But the, I, the, the idea of that's how they tricked it with still feels weird to me. I like it. I like it because it, it it has figured out at this point that the bomb is not good for it. You know, it killed right. it, it killed its brother, buddy, buddy, friend, yeah, mom, mom. Uh, we don't know. Um, yeah, and so like maybe it running from the explosion makes a little sense. But yeah, and and we have seen this earlier in the film where it did, they did trick it into going into yeah. the, the gulch or the, the yeah the flood zone. Yeah, wouldn't it like if it's been around and if it's been around this long, wouldn't it know that there's like a cliff there. Yeah, I guess well, they don't have eyes, but I'm, we're assuming they're using like a sonar of sorts, yeah. so they should know that it has to stop. Like when it gets to that point, <laughs> yeah. right? Like a wall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like that's I don't know, and I, I know that that's just like overthinking it yeah, maybe a little bit. But I, we could definitely overthink this entire movie if you wanted to. <laughs> but that was always one that I just remembered as a kid. Sort of bugged yeah. me, and still kind of does. Yeah. Like, why did that happen? I I know that it was like chasing him, but you're right. the The whole bomb thing that that never made sense to me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Throughout the entire movie, they always they always like uh, emphasize of like that thing fucking smelled. The live ones smell worse than the dead ones. Yeah. What do you think it smells like? Oh no. Ooh. I think I think it smells like. I was just in. I was in L. A. And I was at it. this uh, Irish bar 
like old school Irish bar that had for about three or four days straight was packed with people, very drunk people. Uh, and the bathroom was the worst smelling bathroom I've ever smelled in my entire life. <laughs> That's what my immediate reaction was. Okay. Was that particular bathroom. Okay. Just a, just a, I think just, yeah, just like a bathroom that's, it's never like a toilet that's never been flushed. <laughs> like, Effort in the history of the like, world. Of the history of it being a toilet. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, since its inception as a toilet, it's yeah, never been flushed. Just, just ever since it was shaped porcelain. Ugh. It's just never, or like, or like when somebody goes into like a, like a toilet store and just poops into a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in jackass? Yeah, like I bet that's what it probably smells like because there's other smells in the store and it's yeah. mixing with this. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go with a like a dirt smell, like an like if you open up like a, a, a can of worms. Uh <laughs> like the dirt smell you get from that, plus a overused uh porta johnny. Yeah. Like Ugh. it's got it's like it's like it's trying to mask its own bad smell. Yeah. Like that kind of smell, plus a um like a, a dock um like dumpster like okay. like where they put like fish heads Ugh. you know like that's what the inside smell like smell like fizz head yeah <laughs> what was what's the point of having them smell bad I don't know it, it just adds to like the, just the grossness of it yeah I like it, it w- <laughs> I think it, w- it would have been more fun if they're like oh that smells pretty good oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice. It ends I with them like that. cooking some. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, they monetize it as like as a perfume. They're they're yeah they're a self contained community. Like they need some yeah. meat lately. <laughs> that, they the sheep just got killed. Like yeah. all that's they need more meat. I got some I got some worm. I got some middle, and I got some ass end of it. <laughs> what do you want? Get your smoked graboid over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think yeah. yeah. think that works. I like that. Yeah, come on. Help me out here. As a kid, I always thought in my imagination brain that at the very end they he he kisses Rhonda and it's it's that great moment where he walks in, he's like, Oh fucking hell shit. He walks over to her. But as they kiss, the it pans out. And I always thought on the horizon there were these puffs of smoke, like of dirt. That indicating that there was another oh. tremor still out there. Oh. But I've never found anything that would um I've never heard anyone say that. And I think I just thought it was in my head. However, on like the Wikipedia or the IMDB summary, yeah, it says at the very end it goes, and then as the as the credits roll, you see you see dirt moving, indicating another graboid out there. Hmm. And so I went back and watched, and the what I think is the dust is probably just clouds. You'll, yeah. you'll have to see it, but I I rewound that part fifty times and looked for anything to move, and nothing. I saw nothing. So I'm wondering, did you ever? Has anyone out there ever noticed that? Was that ever a thing? Did this person I, just sneak this in here somehow? I never because I've never noticed that. There's I, no secret scene at the end. No, no, no. Th- there's nothing like that. There's no like obvious. Kind of like, you know, sometimes it'll kind of pan up and then it might like refocus yeah. a little bit or it might just kind of move that way or guide your Nothing. guide your vision to it. Nothing happens like that. So I never really thought more into it until they, of course, released another one, <laughs> another one of these movies. Well, when did they do that? So if this was 90, when was the second one? Sean, feel, do you know? I feel like 92, probably. 96. Really? 
Wow. So they waited that long. I guess it probably took a little while for that popularity to grow. It took a while for Sci-Fi Network to start up. <laughs> That's like, hey, we should, we should fund six more of these movies. Yeah. You're it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> well, you got anything else you want to talk about? That's it for me. I think so I'm that is the end. We have reviewed this scene by scene. It is time for a modern day stripped away the nostalgia rating. AJ, we're going to start with you, man. This is a movie that has... it's. The campiness adds to it now, it seems like, in it, as it's aged. Yeah. But again, this is not a movie that I'm going to, like, seek out and be like, oh, yeah, Tremor. This is a, this is the buddy movie. Hey, we're going to hang out and drink some beers and put on a movie in the background. And I think this is what you do with that movie now. But how much am I going to seek it out other than that? Probably not a lot. I don't even know if I'd stop when it comes around on WGN again. <laughs> So I'm just going to give this then a a five point four five point four. Yeah, Sean, what about you, man? Uh, I think this movie is extremely fun and clever. Uh, I love I love the monster movie aspect of it. I love uh, the relationship between the characters so much. I love how the movie um, is in on itself is in is in on the joke with you. Uh, and I think it's super fun. It's super lean, very fast movie that not don't have to uh, devote much time to it whatsoever. Um, I'm going to go 7.8, 7.8. That is a good one. Uh, for myself, I, I totally agree with you guys. I it's, it's a, it's a, it's better with age. Yeah. Like this movie gets better every time I've seen it and it's just, it's just fun. It is. It's the, the horror comedy thing I I'm learning is something I like. Yeah. You know, like it's definitely not the best horror comedy I've ever seen. Uh, you know, but it's it's it maybe started that. Or did it kind of start this idea? Yeah, maybe not really. Maybe it was one of the original ones. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's a really just a really fun movie that is just right there for me. So I'm probably like I'm up from a five to a six point three. Nice. That takes us to a six point five. So if you want to know where that takes us on our rating systems, that's going to get us uh, right above Christmas Vacation, right below Speed. All right. It's above? kind of a speed movie. It's Ab- right below Speed. Yeah. Above Christmas it's Vacation. It's better than Christmas Vacation. Wow. Okay. Yes, we we got we yeah. felt we felt a little rough on a little rough on Christmas vacation. I think so. I'm not saying we were wrong. I'm just saying we we did talk that one down quite a bit. Yeah. But interesting to note that Rad is better than this movie, according to us. <laughs> Thank God. Just according to <laughs> Thank us. Thank God. <laughs> that'll, that'll help you out there, AJ. Perfect. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Glad you were here. Tune in next Wednesday for another great one. We got a largely requested movie. We are going Tommy Boy. Uh, followed by yes. a movie that our top tier Patreon members picked out by themselves, The Big Lebowski. Hell yeah, dude! Might be a four parter. We might have a lot to talk about <laughs> on that one. I think so. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year to check out our mini bite. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh yeah, That's we dove into one. that show. That was a lot of fun. That was back when we were doing mini bites every other week. Um, so go check that out. I think it's worth a li- worth a listen for you. 100%. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. 
right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs, stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to confusedbreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number, 319-804-9596. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at confusedbreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.